Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Wait, why is it fucked up? There's a triple conjunction of Venus, Saturn, and Pluto. But aren't conjunctions oh, nice? Oh my Not, god. Look, but look at, the, look at the planets that are conjunct. Venus and oh. Saturn, that is like a very painful blending of energies. Saturn oh, blocks god. whatever or restricts whatever it's touching. And Venus is pleasure and love. So the Saturn-Venus conjunction is not amazing. And then you add Pluto in and it's just like fucked up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Indina 2019 with a bang. Gemini yeah. moon. And Gemini is such a light moon. It's such a light energy. Yeah. It's like very fun and chattery mm-hmm. and like social butterfly. Man, I wonder how that would translate in Gemini, like this triple conjunction. I think that's what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's full moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord. December twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Full moon in Gemini. We invite you to join us on this voyage of discovery. What answers do you have to your own questions, <laughs> We would like to introduce you to astrologer Sapiton. Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon, Virgo Rising. I can't help but think about somebody I know who actually has this in their natal chart. And like, really? Like, play it out real a, style. A Venus, Saturn, and Pluto? And Sun. Conjunction. <gasps> oh. Yeah, it's intense, man. So intense. When it's in Gemini, I think things might get a little urgent or desperate around communication. Like maybe you want to communicate your true feelings or like you want to be affectionate but it's like you're tested or restricted in some way or maybe it's amongst your friends or like your siblings or your coworkers or something like amongst your peers i think relationships might get tested we would like to introduce you to creator of astro occult Catherine diaz taurus sun Libra moon, Aquarius rising. People that have the natal Venus conjunct Saturn, they can appear cold because mm. it's harder to express love and affection. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean they don't feel it. It's just hard to express it. There's a tightness around it. Yeah. And I think it's really hard for them to fully trust people or like fully let their walls down. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Venus conjunct Pluto which is pretty intense as well. Yeah. That can be like very like scorpion, like possessive, obsessive. Totally. Yeah. We would like to introduce you to astrology student, Rachel Villiverde. Cancer sun, cancer moon, Gemini rising. So even if you don't have those personal conjunctions 
in your chart because it's transiting in the sky, you're still going to be affected and influenced by that. Is that? Yeah. As above, so below, like whatever's happening above affects us or is reflected here. So when you have that kind of obstacle of expressing what you're feeling, do you have suggestions on how to deal with that? Honestly, I always go back to just trying to cultivate as much self-awareness as I can. Just knowing that this triple conjunction is happening, you can maybe mentally prepare yourself for like maybe tension. Maybe there's going to be a lot of tension in the air amongst like people that you have relationships with, like in Gemini. Gemini is more like your day-to-day people. It's like your neighbors, your yeah, pals, neighbors, siblings, siblings. Yeah. Kind of who your your circle you're running in, right? Like the yeah. people around you, day-to-day people that you come across. Yes. Day, your colleagues, whatever that may look like. Yeah, because they're the ones that you chat with on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Like comings and goings. And it's also short distance travel is ruled by Gemini. Mm-hmm. So being aware of that mental preparation of the possibility that you're going to encounter that and then maybe what, just having some grace and compassion around and, and frustration. And knowing, knowing that it's temporary, like this is a, this is a yeah. going to pass, you know? And so like if something happens, then it's like over this next two week period or whatever, it's going to end. When I think of Venus, Saturn, Pluto conjunction, I think of like I keep seeing the goddess Venus in all her glory, wanting to be herself, you know, wanting to be like easy and just loving, loving, Mm -hmm. beautiful, harmonious. And then Saturn and Pluto are like drying her up and just like wrapping like a blanket around her and restricting her from being herself. Yeah. They've got her tied up. Yeah. That sucks. I know, dude. Yeah, it sucks. Intense. It's intense. It's no good. It's really no good. If you yeah. have this placement in your chart, it's very difficult. Mm. It's a very painful placement. Any any Venus Saturn aspect, Venus square Saturn, Venus opposed Saturn, Venus conjunct Saturn, very painful. Uh, we'll do a little plug for our Brittany episode that I just recently. Yeah, she had a Venus finished. square Saturn. Yeah. Yeah, and we touched upon that. So Saturn is the big teacher, right? Like he's really hard on us, but all he really wants is for us to become better versions of ourselves, you know? And he's also the commitment guy and he will harness your love nature to be more stable over the long run because he wants to like test you to make sure you can last the length of time and maybe pluto adds that like depth because venus is a little surface sometimes because she's very like not concerned with like deep serious heavy things she's more about like let's be beautiful and harmonious and light and la 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 Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and then pluto is like the god of the underworld and it's bringing her down yeah but without that darkness like that light wouldn't be as valuable maybe. I think on the positive side, it can deepen Venus. Mm, yeah. But it also, yeah, it can create a, an intenser version of Venus. And I happen to like that. I happen to like intensity and depth, but also... I do too. I appreciate it. Like I yeah. appreciate that energy. I appreciate Saturnian energy too. You know, like I'm very drawn to mm-hmm. people who have a lot of like heavy Saturn sometimes because they're very, they're very responsible. They're very practical, mm-hmm. you know, they see things pretty clearly, mm-hmm. a sense of duty, 
Yeah. I, I also have like no Saturn in my chart. So maybe that's why I'm trying to get it through other people. What do you oh. mean Saturn in your chart? Like aside well, from- I have, Of course plan. I have Saturn in my chart. We all do, but it's right. not touching anything. Like mm. I think the only thing that it's touching is Saturn conjunct Pluto, which is like a generational aspect mm-hmm. that you have too, Rachel. We were just talking about it. And that's actually happening now with this full moon, which hasn't happened in years. So I think that's the only Saturn I have. Saturn is very light in my chart. Wow. Saturn's very heavy in my chart. Capricorn moon. Yeah. And I have Saturn opposite Venus, Saturn sextile, my ascendant, Saturn sextile, my moon. I think that's it. Uh, Saturn trine, my Mars. Yeah. I have a lot of Saturn. What would denote a lot of Saturn in someone's chart? Maybe like four or more, especially when they're touching your personal planet. But it also depends. Like if you have Saturn conjunct your sun, that's a pretty heavy Saturn. Yeah. If you have Saturn conjunct your moon, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. Saturn people don't go anywhere. Like they're always there. Which is the positive aspect of it, you know? And if you grew up in a really inconsistent household where your parents were like not there for you Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. couldn't provide for you. And a part of love is like consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Like as a child, that's what you crave. You crave like that routine and the consistency. The other side of it is like, yeah, it can be very boring. It can be very critical. It Mm -hmm. can be very conservative. It can be really, really uptight. Yeah, totally. And not very free. Like they're very like stuck in, in like their old ways a little bit. Yep. Just like old fashioned, you know? Yeah. But I mean, Saturn's cool. So all of those planets are aspecting the full moon in Gemini. So they're all going to be felt. It'll be all right because it's in Gemini. At least it's not in Capricorn or like Virgo or like Scorpio. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I love Geminis. They're so like fun and playful and curious. Yeah. But they change their mind all the goddamn time. <laughs> it's so annoying. Some logistics about this full moon. Uh, according oh. to Astrology King, it's the 19th. Well, then, 19th degree, Thursday, December 12th. Um, I think it's going to be in my ninth house. What we time know. is the moon? Um, uh, in. Or give me, can you give me the day and the time? Yeah, so Los Angeles, December 11th at 9.12 p.m. Mm. Hey, my granddaddy power period officially starts December 11th. The well, stay tuned for that episode, granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the time of the full moon? Uh, 9.12 p.m. December 11th, and that's for Los Angeles. Everywhere else it will fall December 12th. Fifth house. Fifth house for you. The ninth house. I have some really shitty transits happening right now. With really? what, yeah, I want to screenshot this to you. This looks really horrible. Why? There's all these crosses and red lines and oh, and I've been feeling it anyway. So I guess this doesn't surprise me. Wow. As above, so below. It's horrible. Speaking of like terrible transits and such, you know what I realized? The last three people that I read for, the first person had a January 11th birthday. The mm-hmm. second person had a January 12th birthday. And the third person had her ascendant at 21 degrees of Capricorn. And the reason why I'm mentioning all that is because the Saturn-Pluto conjunction is going exact on January 12th. So those first two people are like super feeling it. They've had some intense, really hard things that they're going through. And then the third person, I haven't gotten feedback from her yet, but 
but I imagine that there's a lot going on because literally her ascendant is at 21 degrees and the conjunction is happening, I think, at 22 degrees of Capricorn. Transits and the intensity of them. Whoa. It looks worse than it is, I guess. (laughs) Look at that X. Yeah. Wow. Looks like a kind of sideways lotus flower is what I see with Mm -hmm. all those points. But I definitely see the hourglass. Yep. So what, the red lines are the transits and the blue lines are your standard? No, these are all transits. Yeah. This just looks like geoboards. I don't know if you had those in elementary school where you take rubber bands and you stick them on. um. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been having a lot of dreams lately? Oh my God. Really? (laughs) Insane. Wow. So I took a break from therapy because I was like, oh, I've been going for like my whole life. Maybe I can take a little break. Mm Mm-hmm. And then all these dreams, like crazy. Whoa. So I emailed him and I'm like, uh, I guess I can't stop. Does your therapist interpret dreams or yeah, why? That's what, why? Yeah, okay. I do a lot of dream work with him. So. Oh, wow. Primarily, yeah. I have been having wow. such intense dreams. I had a Any dream. particular themes? Well, I'll tell you this one. Like I was flying. I was first swimming in water and then I was flying. I had to get out of the ocean because the waves were huge. And I flew into the sky and there was a floating black man, like kind of laying like a Buddha. And I was like, oh, it's God. But then I was like, actually, it's probably not. It's probably just like a representative of God or something in the dream. Mm-hmm. And then he told me that my spirit guides can't hear me right now. What? Yeah. Damn. Did he say why? No. Pretty alarming. You know, like I woke up and I was like, (laughs) oh my God, I'm totally disconnected from my higher self, you know? Mm. So I've been working through that all week. Wow. Yeah. And waiting for my- intense. So intense. I wish I could remember my dreams. Takes practice. I've been doing Mm. it for a really long time. What in her chart made you ask that question, say? The Saturn, Venus, Pluto's in her 12th house right now. Ah. Listen to those dreams. Yeah, I always do. They give me really good advice. I trust it, you know. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I really wish I could remember my dreams for that reason. I feel like I'm missing out on a rich source of information. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So with a Gemini full moon in your fifth house, what? Could be creativity, you know, like the moon in the fifth house is really good for creative projects. And since I have Saturn touching it, that could bring me some discipline in creativity, which I haven't because I've had such a weird week because I've been disconnected from my spirit guides. I have not been creative at all. Been kind of, Mm. you know, in like self-reflection. So I could use that influence. So that's how you guys find out where the moon is. You, you, your devices and your apps that have these transit things, you just look at where the moon is. Mm-hmm. That's a lot easier than me just looking at my natal chart trying to figure out. Yeah, I told you this the whole time. You can do time passages. <laughs> well, you know, all in its perfect time. Isn't it going to be in like your first house, Rachel? It is. Yes, it is. Wow. That's cool. Is it? (laughs) I just remembered it's a Venus-Saturn-Pluto conjunction moon. Um, Rachel, you have all of those planets in your eighth house right now. And eighth house is the transformation house. Pluto in the eighth house. Wow. Venus is also money. Mm Mm-hmm. An eighth house is where we merge with other people's money. Well, I'm trying to merge with Astrocult's money, but she's not sending me images, so <laughs> there's that. Well, I haven't checked my email. 
I went to Joshua Tree for like three days. Oh, wow. Um, do you want to touch upon anything about having it in your house, say? Well, it's in my ninth house, which is very curious. And it's almost conjunct my Chiron because I have Chiron at 11 degrees in Gemini. Oh, man. I just feel like this shit's going to uncover a lot of shit for me. And it's going to uncover the shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I just can't wait. In the ninth house, perhaps it could indicate a lot of gears shifting in my area of teachers. Like, I don't know, maybe I get a scolding from a teacher or something, but it's out of love, if that makes sense, because it's being in Saturn Pluto. And ninth house can be like guru, foreign travel, but I don't foresee myself going abroad anytime soon. So maybe it's about like my higher learning of some kind. But I would like to further my studies in astrology. I feel like I already do that. On a Maybe you're going to do some like online course, astrology course, or you're going to get clients from overseas. Mm. Maybe something like that. That would be nice. Oh my God, I kind of have. Somebody in Hong Kong bought a gift certificate for her friend. Cool. Ooh. Yeah. Honestly, um, maybe, I don't know. What uh, were you going to say? An astrology course would be nice. I'm going to put that out there and I'm going to work on manifesting it. <laughs> yeah, sharpen those skills. Space Court. Space Court. Inspired by our natal chart and synastry readings of Britney Spears, Space Court will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents. Also, we are trying to reach Britney Spears and connect her with her cosmic soul connection, Etai. We trust the cosmos will guide us in this endeavor and we thank you for being a part of this voyage and for believing beyond what we can understand.